For National Native News, I'm Daniel Montano in for Antonio Gonzalez. Washington State's most populous county is getting ready to pay more than $5 million to settle a lawsuit threatened by the Suquamish tribe over more than 6 million gallons of sewage spilled into the Puget Sound. The Seattle Times reports the tribe filed an intent to sue in 2020, documenting almost a dozen times sewage overflowed from the West Point treatment plant in Seattle over 2018 and 19. The proposed settlement includes a timeline for almost $600 million in improvements to the plant, including new pipes, pumps, batteries, and other power supplies to keep pumps running in the event of a power outage. The spills generally happen during foul weather or blackouts. About half of the $5 million will go to a mitigation fund held by the tribe. The other half will go toward a new environmental project of the county's choosing, and the county will pay $240,000 of the tribe's legal fees. The proposed settlement, which was discussed and agreed to by the tribe and county officials earlier this year, passed the county's environment committee on Thursday and goes to full council for a vote as early as later this month. Actor and activist Sashin Littlefeather formally accepted an apology by officials at the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. The event at the Academy Museum comes nearly 50 years after she was booed and professionally boycotted for her speech during the 1973 Oscar Awards broadcast on behalf of Marlon Brando declining his award for Best Actor. Casting director and former president of the Academy, David Rubin, read from a letter of apology first presented to Littlefeather in June. For too long, the courage you showed has been unacknowledged. For this, we offer both our deepest apologies and our sincere admiration. Rubin said the Academy is at an inflection point for inclusion and representation. Littlefeather's 1973 speech called attention to the ongoing conflict at Wounded Knee, South Dakota, and called out the poor representation of Native people in popular media. At the recent event, Littlefeather said she understood the gravity of her role that night. I was representing all Indigenous voices out there, all Indigenous people, because we have never been heard in that way before. And if I had to pay the price of admission, then that was okay, because those doors had to be open. Billed as a healing event, her appearance included a discussion with producer Bird Runningwater, the co-chair of the Academy's Indigenous Alliance and former head of the Sundance Institute's Native Lab. The Mandan, Hidatsa, and Arikara Nation is fighting for mineral rights against the state of North Dakota. North Dakota has reaffirmed an ownership claim over the bed of the Missouri River as it flows through Fort Berthold Indian Reservation, the home of MHA Nation, despite legal and historical precedent, and a memo from the U.S. Department of Interior that confirms tribal ownership. Inforum News reports that more than $115 million is at stake in oil and gas royalties. The dispute is pending before a U.S. District Court judge in a lawsuit filed by the tribe after the Trump administration reversed decades of federal policy, recognizing the tribe's ownership in a series of legal decisions going back to 1936 and two treaties from 1825 and 1851. The Biden administration reversed that Trump order back in February of this year, and the tribe has been trying to get a full accounting of royalties owed ever since. But the state solicitor general wrote a letter to oil and gas producers claiming ownership based on the Constitution's equal footing doctrine, which declares a state holds ownership of navigable waters within its boundaries. For National Native News, I'm Daniel Montano. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Vision Maker Media's ninth biennial Vision Maker Film Festival, celebrating together. The Vision Maker Film Festival will present five weeks of indigenous films at visionmakermedia.org, October 10th to November 11th, 2022. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.